Welcome everybody. This is Rotary Club of Worldwide Impact. We're excited to share our mission and the work we do as part of Rotary International with you today. My name is Patrick Hardeman and I'm your host for today's program. Rotary International is a global network of 1.4 million neighbors, friends, leaders, and problem solvers in over 46,000 clubs, all united in the common goal of making a positive impact in our communities and worldwide. As a Rotary Club, we approach every conversation as an inspiring opportunity to learn and grow together. Our goal is to connect with and hear from fascinating speakers, often with a message focused on the power of ideas to change lives, and by that, change the world. Bring you a little inspiration as well that allows you to think about how can you can make a difference. Today, we're excited to have with us Brad Mori, a dynamic individual with over 30 years of professional sales and marketing experience uh, in some notable Fortune 500 companies. With his innovative mindset and proven track record of finding solutions in challenging situations, Brett has made a significant impact throughout his career. Brett is a past president of the Rotary Club of La Jolla Golden Triangle, has been a Rotarian since 2002, uh, started in the San Francisco Bay Area, held numerous positions in Rotary, including District Youth Service Chair and the Rotary Rose Parade Flow Director. As a native San Diego and third generation Californian, he's also an avid server for over 34 years. He enjoys teaching surf lessons to young adults from around the world and volunteers with numerous charity organizations. And probably that will lead to May 2017, where Brett founded Service Unite Rotarian Fellowship, SURF, as a way to make Rotary fun and relevant for the next generation of leaders. I'm sure Brett has incredible stories to share about serving and service through passion and fellowship, so we can wait for you to hear it. So let's get started. Brett, I'll hand you the mic. Thank you, Patrick, and wonderful draw on your shaka as well. Guys, uh, ladies and gentlemen, so wonderful to meet you from around the world and also those that will be uh, beaming in on YouTube later on as this recording will be out there in the internet for all to enjoy. So thank you again and greetings from San Diego, California. I'd like to go ahead and present to you a topic I call Growing the Family of Rotary Through Fellowships. And I hope that you find it inspiring and something that causes some action on your behalf as well. Um, so again, my name is Brett Moore. I have been in Rotary for over 20 years. Um, service is certainly not new to me, something I've done through uh, ministry and church, as well as through Rotary for all these decades. And it's always wonderful to share some information with friends around the world, especially those who share the same values of doing good for others less fortunate. And that's what Rotarians are all about. We know that. Uh, in so doing, as an avid surfer and a beach enthusiast, et cetera, for my entire life, um, I thought I would take a moment to share a few things about not only what Surfers Unite Rotarian Fellowship is all about, but also encourage you on your journey of getting more out of your Rotary experience. And so if you can see this, this is the latest and greatest of over 106 Rotary Fellowships around the globe. That's right, over 100 Rotary Fellowships. So whether you're into golfing, tennis, bike riding, uh, motorcycles, uh, maybe whiskey, beer, something else. There's something for you out there. And it's also a great way to connect with Rotarians around the globe, as well as use these fellowships as a way to attract other members to your club. And that's really the thrust of what I wanted to share on that. And I'll share with you how you can access that information if you're not already part of a Rotary Fellowship. I also wanted to highlight a few Rotary Fellowships that I think are really worthy because not only at the Rotary Conventions do these fellowships also have an opportunity to get together with other members, but if you're doing any type of world travel, 
what better way than to enjoy some of your hobbies and passions with other Rotarians around the globe. So by connecting with others. My buddy James Morrison was vice president of Cycle to Serve when I launched Surfers Unite Rotarian Fellowship now six years ago. And this has some of some of the most notable names in our Rotary uh, world involved, including uh, John Hugo. So uh, check out Cycle to Serve. Uh, they raised money through uh, for In Polio Now through some of their biking events, have some really cool jerseys and all that good stuff. And uh, that's a great, great uh, Rotary Fellowship to check out and see if it's something you want to adopt as well. Uh, if you like to chase the white ball around and frustrate yourself, we'll go golfing with some friends. Uh, I think most of my friends that do golf, they drink more than they actually uh, do well in terms of hitting the ball. But uh, that's also a good way of, of, of building camaraderie and fellowship. And uh, the Golfing Fellowship has members all around the globe. If you like yachts, that's wonderful. If you have one, that's great. I think it's even better when you have friends with boats. So friends with boats, uh, when, when it comes to the yachting world, you can jump on an airplane, land on a lake, and uh, find yourself out on somebody else's boat and bring the, bring the shrimp on the barbie, as they say down in, in Australia. I I'd also love the fact that uh, if you consider yourself like maybe some of my Rotarians in my club, you might be a drinking club with a community service problem. Uh, yes, there's something for you in that, in that uh, if you enjoy some beer, enjoy some gin, whiskey, rum, there's all sorts of wonderful things. And the Wine Fellowship is one of the best because when they come to the convention, everybody that's part of the Wine Fellowship brings a few bottles of wine and they have a nice social. So it's a great way to drink wines around the world. And I, I always think like between Two Buck Chuck and Opus One, they all have the same effect after the third glass. So how do you get started in a Rotary Fellowship? Well, you can easily go to rotary.org forward slash fellowships, or just type in the word fellowships in the search button. It'll take you to this page. And uh, you can click along there and, and see all that's going on. And if you ever have a strong desire, whether it's the Metalheads or some other fellowship that you want to start, well, uh, good luck. No, uh, do get a hold of me. I'd be happy to help share some of my insight and how to get started with the folks in Evanston. Uh, but there are some wonderful Rotary Fellowships. So why Rotary Fellowships? To me, it is all about taking our passions and hobbies and into the world of service. I also feel like the best kept, one of the best kept secrets of Rotary of how to connect with others around the globe, as well as how to take some of the things that you love doing. And maybe your friends are into a certain sport or a certain leisure activity, whether it's gardening or, or quilt making or whatever it might be, and now take it into the Rotary world, how you can do something good for humanity out of that. Um, I also feel like it's also a great way to be very inclusive. And that's exactly what I wanted to develop with Surfers Unite. When I met great people like Raquel in Atlanta at Rotary Convention in 2017, I literally, uh, weeks before the convention, uh, had inquired about starting a fellowship. And they said, well, we don't have a booth for you in the House of Fellowship, but you're welcome to walk around. And so I made a few friends, about 190 of them actually signed that board that I uh, flew into Atlanta with. And uh, built my executive uh, team of, uh, of board of directors, et cetera, and uh, started with that idea in mind of how to take some of the things I was already doing and, and put it under the umbrella of Rotary. And then my real goal is how to now do that in other regions of the world. And that's what we're doing. So love for you to get involved. So Surfers Unite Rotarian Fellowship, what is it and how to get on board and how to get connected? Well, uh, to me, this is all about creating the right opportunities for people and getting more out of your experience. If you consider yourself a beach enthusiast, ever ridden a boogie board, 
uh, go body surfing. Maybe you're a surfer, maybe you're a kite surfer. You got lots of wind up there in some of those regions. And uh, the stand-up paddle boarding, you just find a body of water, a lake or whatever and launch. Uh, anything like that, if it floats, it goes. And so we're a very inclusive group. And that also means uh, people of various uh, abilities as well as um, all sorts of um, age groups as well. Um, we've had people join our fellowship that used to surf when they were younger, now they're older. Uh, we have folks that have had some adaptive uh, surfing uh, aspects of their life because of life changes or physical um, uh, uh, you know, disabilities that have come up. Uh, the beautiful part is that we're also bringing the youth of Rotary into this whole aspect. So what better way to connect with your interactors, your Rotaractors, your young professionals than to show a case, one of these fellowships that really has youth in mind. And that's what our fellowship's all about. In fact, Anyone can join our fellowship for as little as $20 a year, $150 for a lifetime membership, and $500 for our big kahuna lifetime members. And then our Rotaractors, our Interactors, and our Rotary Youth Exchange uh, folks, they can join this fellowship for free. And that's made a huge impact as well, as being able to keep those folks in the family of Rotary and help them as they move up into their um, education and into their young adult and career choices and connecting them throughout the globe. So why do I say that we're building champs in Rotary with this? It's about connecting with one another. It's about hosting events, about hosting one another. We've been able to have folks from all sorts of different countries being hosted in Hawaii with friends or coming to California or other regions and all that. Um, being able to attract youth to the family of Rotary, uh, create a family environment where you know, the whole group can go out and do a shoreline cleanup of some sort, you know. Uh, we're creating mentorship opportunities between Rotarians and, and others. And then, of course, doing paddle out for polio events and doing uh, a lot of sharing of the Aloha spirit. So you can throw a little shock into that one. So that's what we mean by building champs in Rotary. And it's something I really hope that you uh, want to get involved with. You can actually go directly to our website here at surfersunite.org. Also, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Surf Surfers Unite. And so next, I'm going to showcase some of the things that we're doing and some of the things that have helped us sustain through the uh, challenging times the last few years. In fact, as I mentioned, it's now we're in year six since I founded this in May of 2017. And we now have uh, actually over uh, 1,100 members in 36 countries. It's a little typo there on 32, but... Yeah, we keep growing every day. And so we have members all around the globe and you can connect with them in our directory, which is really neat. And then of course we have things that can be done all over the globe. So when you think about river cleanups, shoreline cleanups, and yes, beach cleanups, uh, these are things that anyone can do. And this really speaks to the youth of tomorrow, right? These are the, these are the decision makers, the future business leaders and the future uh, Rotarians. This is what they care about is the environment and how great is it, that our fellowship's been doing this now for, for well over five, six years. So uh, a good way to also get your club members together from various clubs together, uh, various generations, and open this invite to non-Rotarians. To me, the most impactful part of how we grow Rotary is that we can create opportunities for those who don't even know what Rotary is, or, oh, I think my grandfather was in Rotary, or whatever it was, right? Uh, we hear that all the time. So create this environment of serving in the community that also creates the opportunity for inviting people who are not yet Rotarians. In fact, over the years, we've been able to have some UCSD 
uh, road directors, that's University of California, San Diego road directors, fly over to Oahu, be hosted by folks over in Hawaii, their members, uh, and also do some fun learn to surf events and beach cleanups over there. And that's been really awesome. So a little shout out to Sean, or uh, yeah, to Sean Slant, one of our board members, uh, is also a, a past uh, assistant governor of District uh, 5000 uh, 5, over there. Uh, then during the pandemic, we decided to modify what we did. Okay, you're still outdoors, but wear a mask or stay six feet apart, right? Uh, we did a number of beach cleanups over there in Florida and, of course, throughout Southern California and other places. So, um, again, real good impact, real good way to uh, showcase multiple clubs coming together, Rotarians from various clubs, road actors from various clubs, having even uh, road actors from other regions come in. And then we've done cleanups again on, on multiple uh, beaches in that area. Also creating unique volunteer opportunities. This is something I'm really proud of, uh, of what we've been able to do is to do things that you didn't think was possible. And that's really what Rotarians do, right? So we all do. Uh, I, I've got a really great relationship with the folks at, uh, at uh, the ISA, World uh, Parasurfing Championships. We've been able to help uh, volunteer and support that. Uh, ISA is who's responsible for getting surfing into the Olympics, just to give you a background. And Fernando Aguirre is actually from Argentina, a really great guy here in La Jolla. Uh, adaptive surfing events, we've been able to help out with multiple organizations, including Life Rolls On and others with that. That's taking people with different uh, abilities and being able to put them in the water. Learn to surf events and learn to surf events, just some of the uh, unique opportunities that we've created. Here's a, just kind of a showcase. If there's anywhere Rotary should be, it's in these types of venues. In this kind of a case, we're bringing over 130 athletes from around the world. Some have missing limbs. Some are paralyzed from the waist down. So they're you know, surfing in different parasurfing events. There's even a visually impaired surf division. We also have hundreds of their family members as well traveling. And so here they all are waving their flags from around the world. And we're out there shouting and supporting and helping, you know, in the water and on the shoreline and doing all that. It's just a wonderful, wonderful event. And that's also want to say, you know, check out that and get involved if, if possible at any level. Because each one of these countries, they have regional events that then they send their best men and women out to compete. And the last uh, two years, they've done this in Pismo Beach. Uh, prior to that was right here in La Jolla. So. Uh, really great way to showcase. And I know that they're trying to uh, move this event uh, to Brazil coming up soon. So that'll be also pretty fun. And that was Darian uh, Bailey as one of our uh, big kahunas uh, as part of that. She surfs for, uh, surf for Hawaii for a number of years. So uh, we also do some really fun events with inner city kids. This is where I can bring in some of the interactors, road actors and Rotarians. And we help take uh, these kids surfing. Uh, Willie Briscoe is a buddy of mine. He happens to uh, be the executive director of Hope Leadership Academy. Uh, we're able to uh, bring in some uh, friends to help us out. We take 80 to 100 inner city kids who, yeah, they may be growing up here in Southeast San Diego or the South Bay, but they don't own their own wetsuits or surfboards. And we take them out surfing for a day and it's life-changing. Some of these kids don't swim. And we have to recognize that there's that minority aspect of our community that, you know, uh, it's not customary for their moms or dads to swim. Therefore, if they do go to the beach, they don't generally go in the water, right? So uh, it's kind of neat to be able to break through some barriers and create some uh, wonderful opportunities this way. 
also was a blessing to me to have great friends like uh, former pro surfer Damian Hobgood help out with the event. And also had uh, Brandon Benjamin, who surfs for Rusty and other uh, brands. Uh, he's a South African champion from uh, from South Africa to come down and help us out. So that's been kind of fun. So yeah, uh, these are the types of events that we do. Um, so one I've done for nine years. So prior even to the birth of surf. Uh, so we hope to continue to do that. In fact, it was scheduled for last weekend, but we've moved it to the end of September because of some other uh, conflicts in our region. But uh, we'll have that event coming up. So there's still time to book your flights out to San Diego and help us out. Uh, next coming up, and this is an annual event. This will be the 19th year of the Switchfoot Bro-Am. This is a full-blown music festival. Yes, we packed 17,000 people on the beach for this event at Moonlight State Beach in Encinitas, my hometown of Encinitas. And uh, the band Switchfoot, if you're familiar with them as an alternative rock band who's uh, got multiple Grammy award-winning uh, albums and records, uh, this is a fundraiser. So it's a free event. The community comes out. It's a full day of surf contest, surf jousting. That's right, knocking people off boards with sticks. And we're out there as one of the largest volunteer uh, groups, as well as also one of the sponsors of the Bro-Am. We help raise over $220,000 for some local charities. And that's a really outstanding thing. The best part is, to me, is it's also a community-facing event. So where we can be in front of people, we'll gather 100 to 150 names during that event of people that are interested in serving their community. Maybe it's a beach cleanup that they want to do. Maybe... They want to do a learn to surf event with some autistic kids, whatever it may be. So we get them involved and get them plugged into local Rotary clubs. And so I'm so proud of our district, Rotary 5340 in San Diego and Creole County, to help also underwrite the cost of our $1,500 sponsorship each year. Uh, we also bring our youth, our, our, our interactors, our rotary actors, and help them serve. And we also get to see some of the uh, up and coming pro surfers, Alyssa Spencer, who's uh, making her way onto the WCT World Championship Tour. She'll be down there usually. Uh, one of my guys that I went to high school with, Rob Machado, uh, former pro surfer, he's always down there helping support it. And he has the, uh, the Rob Machado Bro-Am for the surf contest event where we have these young kids competing and doing some fun things. They also have to take one wave within their competition uh, doing switch stance, which means if you're naturally a goofy footer, you got to go to your rigor but uh, and vice versa. So that's kind of fun. And to me, the highlight of the whole thing is the smackdown, right? Being able to hit people with, with uh, sticks. And I think this would be a great rotary fundraiser for anybody. You could pretty much do some stand-up paddleboarding and surf jousting. I think it takes you back to your Viking roots for some of you uh, out there. Uh, but this would also be a great way to make it a fun fundraiser for polio or something. So if you have a chance, can possibly make it any June. We usually do it the second weekend of, of June, and it will be at Moonlight Beach. It'll be rocking, literally five and a half hours of live music with a full day of surf contests and all the other fun stuff. So there's that. Uh, we also have taken uh, some kids with autism surfing. I hope to do that again. We've done that with San Diego Regional Center and other organizations, but uh, this is also a cool way of integrating some of the therapy dogs that exist. There are surf dogs out there that actually ride surfboards. Um, and bringing them in to help the kids stay calm and, and relax and and just building beautiful memories for families. I call it kind of like our underserved community. Uh, I think we've put a lot of attention at times within Rotary for certain things, 
but we kind of forget, you know, some folks that maybe are disabled or folks that are struggling and, and the impact that, it, uh, you know, for families that autism has, right? So be able to help these moms and dads just really relax and watch their kids thrive and enjoy. It's a beautiful moment. So really thankful for my friends at Del Mar Surf Sessions like Uriah, who volunteers to help out with this event as well and provide some of the boards as, as we do this event and seeing the joy on these kids' faces, it's it's priceless, absolutely priceless. So uh, we also had some of our San Diego State University, Go Aztec uh, alumni friends uh, coming out and helping with that event. So that's kind of neat to see the college kids uh, really getting into it as well. So uh, for many, many years, we also had a very unique uh, event in our Rotary District here of what's called Rotary Music Camp. And eight years ago, I got, got this crazy idea of, well, why don't we go ahead and start taking these kids surfing since they're traveling from Italy and France and Germany and all these countries around the world to come play symphony music for three weeks. Well, how are they going to get more of a California experience and take them surfing? So we've done that. Uh, it sounds like this year we won't have that event. Of course, the pandemic really kind of changed it. Uh, we weren't able to host these kids, but in the past we've had up to 25 kids out there and they're 16 to about 20 years old. And it's just a blast. Uh, watching them laugh, and you realize just how amazingly uh, uh, talented these kids are at the cello and violin, and yet some of them don't have an athletic bone in their bodies, but it's still fun to watch, and they have a blast. Now, during the pandemic, I was able to reach out to some dear friends and have them help me with some cool online events. I know Raquel and others were able to take part with that, uh, so I had 1977 world champ uh, Sean Thompson. Sean has a beautiful heart, I keep telling him he's a Rotarian in training. He'll get there eventually. Uh, but him and his wife live up in Montecito. Uh, he helps out a lot with our fundraising that we do for the 100-way uh, challenge. He's a huge ambassador for the sport of surfing. Uh, just a genuinely wonderful human being. So uh, it's nice to have him on and also talk about his code, uh, which if you want to pick up a good book, uh, dial up uh, Sean Thompson and the code and uh, share that as a great program with your youth as well. Also my good buddy, uh, Deb, uh, uh, Damian Hobgood. Uh, yeah, CJ and him were both on tour together years ago and now they're just enjoying life and enjoying Salty Crew and all the other thing, ventures that they have. But uh, a wonderful dad, a wonderful man and, and just a, a, a blessing in my life. And so it's been fun to have some of those Zoom events and then all the other shenanigans that we do when we catch 100 waves together in a single day and all that good stuff. I'll tell you more about that. So some of those other unique opportunities, we have the Supergirl Pro that happens here in Oceanside, California. Again, I'm highlighting a lot of our Southern California events. That's really the thrust of what we've done as a fellowship, but knowing that we have events around the world that we could be a part of. So think about this. This is the top women athletes in the world of surfing and all age groups, okay, coming through uh, our area, and we're out there volunteering behind the scenes and sharing information about Rotary with folks as well, and it's just a blast because uh, we're out there with some of the greats. You got Bethany Hamilton coming over from Kauai. Uh, anyone knows her story, even if you don't follow surfing, here's a woman who's a, a, a wife and a mother, and yeah, she still absolutely shreds out there with one arm, having lost an arm to a shark when she was 13 years old. Tremendous story. Watch the movie Unstoppable. You'll be a fan of Bethany for the rest of your life. Uh, we would get to see new talent. You know, Samantha Sibley won this event a couple of years back. 
she's still on tour and, and, and growing and going, but you got absolute uh, maniac surfers like uh, Chris Moore uh, coming over from Maui. I mean, this woman, you know, won the gold medal for the United States of America in surfing. Uh, what absolutely shreds out there. And then, of course, uh, Caroline Marks, who's young, energetic, and absolutely amazing. This girl used to do super cross <laughs> motorcycle racing, basically, before she got into surfing and also represented USA and uh, in the Olympics. So, you got Life Rolls On. I, I mentioned about this one because although this is uniquely uh, a, a nonprofit within uh, the United States, there are other wonderful nonprofits that we should be a part of in other regions of the world. And I love that opportunity to help build our volunteer crew around the world to support it. With adaptive athletes, you know, taking these children and adults surfing, you also learn their backstory, but you also see this beautiful relationship between the uh, medical uh, personnel, the occupational therapists, and the um, physical therapists that know these patients very well, know these families, and have become a part of their family as a part of their journey. And so, yeah, definitely, if you ever have a chance to come to the United States to help serve on a Life Rolls On event, we have events on the East Coast as well as on the West Coast to take part in, and it's absolutely incredible. This is my buddy, Leo. We were friends since high school. And during our years in college, he was injured in a snowboarding accident, suffered a brainstem injury, is paralyzed from his waist down. Taking him surfing is absolutely one of the biggest joys of my life each year. And we have a really awesome crew on Team Pink, but any color it will work. Uh, we have 600 volunteers at each of these events. It's absolutely amazing. So yeah, definitely a reason to come on over and, and hop the pond, as they say. And then, of course, uh, Boys to Men, this is one of the nonprofits that we do help fundraise for each year. Uh, so we have a group of our Surfers Unite Returning Fellowships members that uh, surf for Degree 33 Surfboard. That's one of the surfboards that I have from them. And we help raise over half a million dollars for Boys to Men Mentoring, providing mentorship to at-risk teens. These are young teenage boys growing up without a father. Some of us can relate to that. And uh, therefore, it's a really wonderful organization to build these mentoring relationships that changes the course of action for these young lives. And I'm just thrilled to be a part of it. Really stoked to be representing Degree 33 and the, and the things that we do to make a difference in our communities. So uh, this, this is a 100-wave challenge. So we go out and catch 100 waves each in a single day, which takes me about seven hours. And I can barely move my arms at that point. But it's a lot of fun. Anything that you can think of that you can put rotary behind, it's a great opportunity for us to share our rotary story. So think about that. And uh, we also fundraise for uh, Stand Up for the Cure, which is for breast cancer and other, uh, other uh, foundations besides Susan G. Komen. And so it's wonderful to get out there on the water with 550 plus, you know, stand up paddle boarders and do those kind of things. Uh, we've done that for many, many years, even before I started the fellowship. And uh, even during the pandemic, we found a way to be crazy and fun. Okay, you got to stay six feet apart. Well, that's about a paddle length. Here you go. You know, so we had a great time doing that here in San Diego as well. And those virtual events, actually, again, it's about being creative. That's what we are as Rotarians. Okay, we had to abide by certain laws and certain things and keep things safe. But also, we ended up getting more people involved in the Stand Up for the Cure than just those three regional events by doing it virtually. So again, these are ways that people can get involved from around the world. So think about that. There's other stand-up uh, paddleboard events, other nonprofits you'd like to help support. Drop us an email, get involved, and we'd like to help connect and make those things happen.
We also do some really crazy and fun cleanup events. Uh, really blessed that we've been able to be a part of the Laguna Kahuna, uh, Agua Hidiana cleanup. And this is where they literally fundraise for this lagoon, having companies buy their sponsorship, buy their teams a spot, and they go out and collect all these random things that they can find in the lagoon. This one team came back with a love seat. I swear to goodness, a love seat with cushions and all. And I knew that they were engineers the way they put it on that uh, uh, stand-up paddleboard and got it in. But we have some fun games and food and beer. So yeah, of course, they're going to have a good time raising money and doing something great for the environment. So you just got to think bigger as Rotarians is how we can get more people in the community involved and how to do that. And it's just great to be a part of those types of things. So thinking about Rotary in your community, how do you combine those fun and relevant events? Well, that's where we are with Surfers Unite Rotarian Fellowship. That's what we're doing. And we'd love to have you on board as a member. And if anyone happens to be making their way down to, say, the Rotary Convention in Melbourne, uh, what could be cooler than, say, you know, Rotarian Evan Burrell sporting, sporting uh, his uh, Superman uh, a theme? Well, how about Evan Burrell wearing a Surfers Unite Rotarian Fellowship dry fit shirt? I swear, when you have one of these shirts like Raquel has, maybe Patrick's got to get one. Um, you go to the gym, you go for a walk, they're UV 50, so you're doing something to keep sun off of your body as well. Uh, people are going to ask, what's this all about? What a great opportunity it is to, to share your story of Rotary. And we've got some epic gear on our gear store, so check that out. Uh, when I do see Raquel and Patrick out here on a voyage, we're going to pack up an extra suitcase for them. Uh, for sure. We got some killer zip up hoodies and pullover hoodies and all sorts of cool stuff. So be sure to check us out, uh, of course, at surfersunite.org and be sure to give us a follow so you can help like and share some of our events. And if you got your camera phones out, well, of course, you're going to zap up that wonderful little uh, QR code right then and there to take you right where you need to be. So with that, I'll turn it over to open questions and answers. Thank you so much, Brett. Um, great to get more insight on, on the fellowship and the opportunities it can offer all of us. Uh, the opportunities it gives us to participate in more service opportunities, amazing projects, and most importantly, having fun doing it. Um, I think there's going to be a few questions. I already saw some in the chat. I'm looking forward to hear the questions. Um, what follows non-Californians, non-Hawaiians? Can you tell us what a big kahuna is? <laughs> there you go. So big kahuna is a Hawaiian term. In fact, uh, those who follow surfing at all or have read about the history of surfing, particularly within the uh, Pacific Island culture, um, a kahuna is, is like the big chief, right? So, I, and I started to do this. I thought, you know what? I need to have some fun elements in this. And also, it's like to buy a tent and to have one in Hawaii, which we do have, or to put one in Florida or some other region of the world. I got to make some money. Besides, we spent about $1,000 a year on our website alone. So uh, that being said, uh, I got together with some friends and we have about, what, 11 big kahunas on there, including uh, John Roseman, who owns uh, Tabarua Resort in Fiji. So uh, Rotary Connections are really great. And we also have some outstanding Rotarians that are big kahunas, like Phil White, who's a past district governor out of Cronulla, uh, Australia, as well as Butch Francisco out of uh, the Philippines. So. He's also a past district member. So I've got some really neat people on board as our big kahunas, and that helps underwrite some of the big things that we need to do globally. Always room for more on our board. Um, I saw a question from Emilio. Thank you for sharing, uh, Brett. The, the issue is that, as you know, in Italy, it is a little bit difficult to surf. 
Right. But, you get stand up paddleboard all over the place. <laughs> but uh, I've seen that. Um, I don't know how you call it in English. Uh, you know, those surf that is not the windsurf, it's actually having like an eagle in the sky connected with yes. the wire. That's very Pite common. Surfing. How is it called? Kite surfing. Something like Pite that. Yeah, surfing. I see that. That is very common. Mm -hmm. uh, There's a new one too, a new one called sail surfing, which is like an inflatable sail. It's not yeah. hitched to the to the board like a windsurfer, but it's like a sail. And so you kind of hold it over your head. Oh, I see. But but kite surfing took off really uh, when I was living in the Bay Area up in Half Moon Bay. I mean, they get 30 to 40 mile sustaining winds, right? So uh, it was really being pioneered there about 15, 20 years ago or more. But yeah, you're right. There's well, a lot I mean, of ways to do it. To, to know with your experience, uh, what is the, the learning curve of this other type? Compared <laughs> well, with that. I will tell you, as a young man at like age 11, I was learning to windsurf and uh, you don't have quite the upper body strength, or at least I didn't. Uh, maybe most girls would have done better than, than me at that age. But uh, that being said, uh, it took a lot of upper body strength to hold onto a windsurf for sale, especially if it got over eight to 12 knots. But um, yeah, I mean, everything, uh, of course, standing up, you know, keeping your right posture and working your core, that's what all this does and you know whether you're surfing you know, where you're obviously using your back muscles and your triceps and all that you have a lot of cardio because you're breathing and laying on a board and then of course getting to your feet uh that's an overall body workout but stand-up paddle boarding to me has really been this big evolution because people of all ages and stages can do it there are i've met some incredible ladies in their mid to late 60s that are doing surf uh, stand-up paddle yoga so they'll get a bigger like 12 foot, 14 foot, foot board, and they can do yoga on the water. How cool is that? So, um, but again, uh, there's all sorts of different uh, skill sets. Uh, surfing on flat water or stand up paddle boarding on flat water is, is something everyone can do because everyone has a lake, a reservoir, or even a, a small body of water. I mean, the Mediterranean would be gorgeous to uh, cruise around with a stand up paddle board on for sure. And you can see all the marine life. So, having a GoPro dangling around your neck uh, while you're out there uh, riding around, you'll see some some cool marine life to capture too. I had another question for you. When you, you said you do, when you say volunteering, do you, do you, did you mean that uh, you do like uh, an event uh, and uh, you do a fundraising or you, for example, teach for free, uh, but then you ask for donation or you do like a show? What kind Great. of... Good question. The structure of what I tried to create was that our members through their membership and through buying gears covers all of our costs. The good news with Rotary is that we're able to do a lot of things for free. Um, I have 20 plus surfboards, so it's easy for me to do a lot of different things. But even my friends who actually do, uh, do teach uh, surfing as, a, as an actual business, they're willing to volunteer their materials. We're able to do permits most of the time, and I mean most of the time, 90% of the time for free. We have a, 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 a memorandum of understanding within our Rotary Club of Del Mar, let's say, with the city of Del Mar. We're able to basically get that permit for free, and then we can do our event and host it. So we try to keep our costs down as low as possible. And, and yet, at the same time, it's like, yeah, there's going to be events that you're going to have to pay for. Uh, right before the uh, pandemic, I was about to pull the trigger on buying a 30-foot floating in Polio Now 
banner that we were going to put on the water there in Hawaii for when Rotarians came into Honolulu and that we were going to make that a fundraising event for in polio now. Now, of course, that fortunately I didn't have that produced. That would have cost me about three thousand uh, dollars. But, you know, um, we will do things like that uh, as a way of helping promote uh, what Rotary is doing around the world. Um, but we need, you know, it's it, the money's come from our members, and yet we're able to do these events for free. So we never want to charge, let's say, like taking a group of kids, autistic kids surfing. No, we're, that's free, you know. So we'll figure out a way that we have the money to do what we need to do. And on the other hand, it's like, oh, we need to buy this. Well, what do you know? Some Rotarian decides they want to underwrite it. How wonderful is that? Or a couple of Rotary clubs in the past say, the Encinitas Coastal Rotary Club, thanks to a couple of big kahunas that are in that, Marty and Adam Rosenberg, they just said, no, we'll take care of that cost. We got this, you know. Yeah. Cool. Thank you so much. They want to ask us or ask you, um, are there any future projects in 2023 or next year that you're starting up or new, new things happening? Yeah, actually, you're going to want to look at our events page. So when you scan that QR code, go right to our website. Go right to our events page. That's going to list everything from here to the end of the year and then back into 2024. Um, one of the things I try to end our year on is what I call the ugly Christmas sweater paddle out. And I'd love to make that a virtual event for those of you willing and daring enough to go jump into the plunge, the polar bear plunge on your side of the continent. Uh, yeah, come join us on December 4th. You know, put on your ugly Christmas sweater, make a little bit of fun and grab some friends and go out and have a good time. So you can do that anywhere. Cool. Um, and I think the final question, uh, Case, do you want to share your question? Um, yeah, I, I was wondering if you uh, have any interactions with your uh, local Rotary Club involving the uh, fundraising stuff you do with the fellowship. Yeah, and so one of the things I'm always sensitive about is that all of our Rotarians obviously have their own pet projects and their own club budgets and that sort of thing. Uh, what I have done in the past is Take like the Switchfoot Bro-Am, that's $1,500. Now, we as a fellowship could underwrite that each year, but that's an awful big part of our budget if we were to do that alone. And what I've been able to do in the past is ask some Rotarians in other Rotary clubs, would your, would your club want to have a part in this booth, for example, to, to be there and have your members have folks that you're going to engage with now be invited to your club? If so, I've been able to bring in NCS Coastal, Carlsbad High Noon, and uh, Del Mar, for example, along with La Jolla Golden Triangle to kind of build this partnership. Now, again, having 40 or 50 volunteers out there doing various things throughout the event is one thing, but having people in the booth when you say, oh, you live over here, or you work over here, why don't you come check out our Rotary Club and introduce some face-to-face -face with people? That's how we're going to grow Rotary. That's not just sitting back and waiting for someone to walk through your breakfast meeting. That's not going to happen, right? Uh, you ask people that you do business with or you have personal relationships, yes. But just being in these community outfacing events is an outstanding way to build our membership. And I'm so glad that I have uh, people like our current district governor, who's a big kahuna, Chuck Preto of 5340, who's, uh, who sees the vision of that and has set aside part of our membership budget as a district to do it. And then also as he passes that baton to our lifetime membership uh, and my good buddy, past president of the Rotary Club of Del Mar, uh, Don Phipps, that Don also sees the value and us supporting this from a district level for these types of large scale events. But yeah, there are definitely times where, you know, individual Rotarians step up or they ask their own club, hey, 
this is what you know they're doing with this group of inner city kids. Can we be involved? Maybe sponsor the lunch or do something in that way, regard, uh, and then involve more Rotarians as well as I use this as the extension of your friend and neighbor, particularly in our surf communities. Why wouldn't you be inviting your non-Rotarian friends to come help out with this? And what are they going to ask? Hey, this is really cool. What else does your Rotary Club do? Oh, yeah, this is a this is a global fellowship, but this is what our Rotary Club does, right? So create that dialogue. And and Raquel, you've been a part of a lot of these, even our our uh, our one wave challenge where we tried to break the South African record with 190 surfers all on one wave at the same time. That was managed chaos down there at La Jolla Shores. I I really miss the events. For me, life rolls on. Oh. Was like yeah, was one of the most amazing uh, events that I have participated in. So yeah, hopefully soon. I can go back uh, to California, surf a little bit, and yeah, enjoy it. <laughs> That's true. And you need to bring Patrick with you on that trip. And then you guys, yeah, can, both, you guys can both be working the merchandise tent with Belgica and, and others out there. <laughs> it is going to, to the wrap up. Um, thank you, everybody, for your questions. And thank you for joining us for this recording. You may be hearing this on your favorite podcast service, watching it on our YouTube channel or viewing it on our club's website. If you enjoyed the program, share it with your friends, connections, and don't forget to leave a good rating and a review. We like them five stars. And if you're inspired to get involved and make a difference in your community, we invite you to learn more about Rotary International, the fellowships, and the Rotary Club of Worldwide Impact. With that, I'd like to thank Brad for being here with us and turn it back for him for one last word. Well, friends, I just want to have you all throw a shaka for me here on the camera so we can capture that little moment. That's right. Extend it all the way out and pinky out, thumbs out. There it goes. Uh, hope that you would also not only consider joining Surfers Unite, but any of the Rotary Fellowships or a number of Rotary Fellowships out there. Just go to rotary.org and forward slash fellowships. And we look forward to seeing you on the sand or on the water soon. <laughs>